Welcome and thank you for joining Save Our Sisters Unplugged. If you're ready to hear the survival to success stories of brave and intelligent women, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be letting our hair down and gaining insight into how women have overcome their life struggles. My name is Noreen Foy and I'll be your host. Now let's get started. Hey, beautiful people. Welcome to another episode of Save Our Sisters Unplugged, the podcast where I help women of all ages tap into their strengths so they can walk in their purpose. Today's co-host is no stranger to the podcast. She shared her personal story of growing up in her village of calm in Cameroon. She also talked about marriage and mommyhood. So if you haven't listened, please be sure to go back and do that. Today, she's with me for another mission. But before we get into the thick of things, I will let her share a bit about herself to remind you of the fabulosity that is Mrs. Perpetua. Hello, guys. I am back like I never left. Um, I'm back. I'm bigger. I'm better. I'm older. So I'm back now and I am in my fourth floor. I just... Turned 40 this year, so my name is Perpetua Young. I am now a mother of four. The last time I was here, I had only three kids, and now I have four. And I have a son. So the last time I was here, I had only daughters, but now I have a son. So today's episode is going to be one of a kind. So let's stay tuned and see what's going to happen. Yes. So... You came to me and you said, hey, Noreen, you know what? Let's talk about grown woman friendships. And I was like, oh, my God, I am so feeling this because I think it's something that we always need to discuss because women always feel like they need to compete with each other, which I personally feel is very dumb. I feel like we all have something to bring to the table. We all have a past, but we have to meet each other where we are without judgment, right? Yes, yes. I don't normally listen to Kanye West's music, right? But he sang this song called Real Friends. And I'm going to read some of the lyrics that stuck out to me because, man, it was just so on point for me. So it goes, looking for real friends. How many of us? How many of us are real friends to the real friends to the real end till the wheels fall off, till the wheels don't spin? To 3 a.m. calling, how many real friends just asked you a question just to see how you was feeling? How many? And I said to myself, yes, Kanye, that's yes. what I'm talking about. How many of us are real friends to the real friends? Right? That is it. That is I myself, I do not listen to Kanye. I listen to him only when he goes viral. So that's something that. <laughs> Viral. That is why I like some of his songs. You know, I think um, I think his music is okay. You know, I I would never put down his music. I think he is very creative. But man, this song stuck out because it just speaks volumes to exactly what it is. How many of us are real friends to the real friends? Friends that we are looking for. And that reminds me of the fact that you can never really see your back. Mm-hmm. Meaning you are out there looking for real friends. Meanwhile, you are not a real friend to yourself. Exactly. 
And that's step. the terrible part of it is that sometimes we are, well, I wouldn't say we because I consider myself a real friend because I don't expect anything that I don't put out. That you know is, what I mean? Yes. So I you don't really should not, you should, like they said, do unto others what you will want them to do unto you. Exactly. That is really what I see as a real friend. Like Exactly. So do you have like a personal story that highlights the significance of having authentic female friendships in your life and how it made a difference? Well, that's another part. It is not a specific story, but I will just try to be general to mm -hmm. generalize what I feel like real friends should, should be. Like I said at the beginning, I came here last time when I was pregnant and I had a son. I had three daughters. I was in my 30s. So now I'm in my 40s. And I feel like they normally say a fool at 40 is a fool forever. Mm. Yes, I can count myself now as, I don't know, but could be told. To you, you may think that I'm a fool at 40, but to me, I think I am wise at 40 because if I don't give credit to myself, I would not expect you to give credit to me. Mm -hmm. So I know that I am wise at 40, but I keep thinking that the me tomorrow has to be better than the me today. So I'm out for growth. I'm not going to stop growing because I think I'm wiser. Yeah. So when it comes to friendship, I just want all of us ladies out there to know that no matter what, if you have a friend that you guys never disagree, then you are not friends. I agree. Yes, because most times as a yeah. friend, we just sweep a lot of things under the rug. There's no perfect person in the world. But if you have one person in your life that can tap you in the back and say, sis, that statement made out there was not right. Sis, that alcohol you were drinking in that restaurant was too much. Every woman needs to have that friend that will Feel free to openly say things like that to her without fear of them not talking to each other, without fear of them breaking up. Exactly. I yes. agree. And then you should be able to come to your friend and be your authentic self. You know, if, like, mm -hmm. let's say I come to you and say, you know what, P, I got this going on in my marriage, you know. When you and I have a bad time, like we're on the outs or we're upset at each other, we maybe, I don't know, somebody wants a break or we're not, we're not speaking. I would expect that you would still hold on to that information. But what yeah. I find is on mad day, some women spill all the secrets and I just don't agree with that. I don't if agree with that one bit. If you have something about me and you cannot say to me when we are in good terms, please don't say it when we are in bad terms. When we are in good times, it's just like uh, they say divorce, for example. It does not mean that the guy you divorced, you guys were always fighting. There was a time you could tell him that I will marry you over and over again. But it came to that time when... Those the good times. It came to that time when it did not work again and you went your separate ways. So it's like friendship. So it does not mean that as we are in good terms today, we will never have bad terms. But we need to know that when we are in good terms and we share things because we're in good terms, it does not mean that when bad terms come in, 
people should start spilling the things we shared in good terms to any Tom and Dick, anybody that's ready to listen just because we are in, in bad terms. One thing, ladies, I always say, when you are angry, don't say what well, that is what's that you may never take them back. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. if I have a friend that you feel like you guys still have another chance to friendship, do not spill it all out like that. Keep it because you may disagree for one minute, but you agree for eternity. So don't say exactly. things that when you, when you start agreeing, you'll be like, wow, when we were disagreeing, I said this and that. And it starts to make you guilty to ask yeah. your friendship. Yeah. And if you love the person, you know, you may not gel at all mm-hmm. times, like you said, but you should still have a level of decorum and respect for the person, even if you're not on good terms. Yes. I mean, so how do you think authentic female friendships contribute to personal growth and self-awareness? Oh, that's a hard one. <laughs> it's hard just because to really say authentic, it is such a big word. It is a big word. And I want to remind the women out there, if you have somebody in your life that you can actually call your authentic real friend, Hold that person very close. No matter what happens, do not let go. And authentic in the fact, it still goes back to my first response. That if you have that friend that can actually tell you how it is, that is where the authenticity comes in. Exactly. That will not wait for you to be angry before they start spilling. When you are actually in good terms, she can pop out immediately and say, hey, sis. This was not it. And you'll be like, let me explain myself. Yeah. It, there's always room for explanation. Come in and say, hey, let me explain myself. Let me make you understand why I said what I said. Yeah. And you're expecting this person to still listen and be like, okay, if that is how you feel, then I get your point right now. But at the end of the day, you can tell the person that, hey, you were thinking about this just because it was you alone. Mm-hmm. But there's a world out there. There are other people. Although I don't care. Sometimes I'm like, I don't care about what they say. Mm-hmm. Because this thing that, hey, what are they going to say? What are they going to say has led to a lot of death. But sometimes you need to, you need to not sell it. Let people buy your information. Let people pay. Yeah. Let people pay to know you. Don't just peel it out there like that. Don't don't just do it openly like that. Let people pay sometimes. So yeah. authentic friends make you have self-esteem, really. I agree. And I think the way we communicate with each other as women, I think that needs to be different. I think yeah. when we are communicating like when when we're being our authentic selves and we're coming to you and we know that this is something that's going to help you grow I think the way we frame that up is just as important because we have to say it in a way that the person would receive it well and they wouldn't feel like you're attacking them or making them feel bad about their choices I mean yeah okay your single friend might be out there and she's dating around and she might have four or five different guys she's bringing home, you know, you as her friend could say, hey, you know what? I know that you're out there having hot girl summer, but your kids live there. You know, yeah. your kids are at your house and I don't feel like it's very safe 
for you to be bringing home different people to your home where your children live. Unless you know them, like you've taken the time to really get to know them, I think you should just keep your dating in the streets. Go to restaurants and bars and if you need to, you know, have grown person time, a grown woman time, take it to a hotel (laughs) or go to his place. You know what I mean? Yes, if he doesn't have kids in his place, too. You know, nowadays, some men have kids at home, too. Yeah. But then, <laughs> but the, the thing is, you know, you don't want to be bringing home too many uncles. Too many uncles. You, you don't want your kids to be like, oh, this is a new uncle. Or, you know, the guy is like, oh, yeah, you got a new auntie. This is auntie so-and-so. And you're like, dang, that's fourth auntie, daddy. You know, this is the fourth uncle, mom. Like, what's going on? You don't want your kids to be side-eyeing you because you still want to set a good example, especially when you have girls. But you want them to see you in the best light because you are their representation of what a woman should be in the world. Yeah. Man, story of my life. Now, like I said, I came last time the kids were younger. Now they are grown. I have a 17-year-old at home. So it is time for me to even start talking ladies' talk. Not like there's an age to start talking ladies' talk. That is why I am coming with this friendship topic today with my better and Noreen Faye. So because the truth is that with a 17-year-old at home and a 14-year-old and a 10-year-old and a baby, I should be worried about them at this point, not about friends. Now. I should have a friend that I can, yes, I can tap and just say, hey, come on, daughter, if it is more than me. But at this point, I'm trying so hard to never do that, my daughter, because they say he who is down fears no fall. If she knows that her secret is already with my friend, she may get worse. That is already it. So I'm trying my best to keep her secret. And clean her up without bringing in my friend to the cleaning process. So at this point, that is why I'm just like, if I'm trying to clean an innocent person, like my 17-year-old, and then I'm struggling to also be cleaning a grown-ass woman in the name of a friend, then it's not really worth it. It's not it. So, body has I agree. I feel like what you're saying um, is really good when it comes to like having to invite people in to talk to your daughters, like good friends. I have had to do that a couple of times, you know, Um, I've done that. I trusted my friends to do that. Um, I wasn't home at the time, so I would have rather keep my daughters secret. But it's always good to have like a village of good females that you can call on when you're not home to actually go and step in and handle some stuff for you. Have you ever had situations like that? Oh, yes, I have. I have had situations like that. And uh, it was just rather unfortunate that um, I was far down. I was not around. But um, even when my friends could go and check in in my place, they were instead getting back to me to report what my child did instead of going in as a friend and just saying, hey, stop. So that is when I, I actually came in and I was like, hey, listen, 
if you are going there to still get back to me to get more information about helping this child, then it is not worth it because I cannot help from a distance. Yeah. Yeah. So you so so you wanted your friend to be able to take over and act as you in your absence and just handle the situation and say, Hey, your child was doing this. This is what I did. Yes. I did not want yeah, I did not want my friend to go and say, Hey, I actually went over and she was I'm like, No, what did you do in the time? Then it was your place to fix it. Fix yeah. it. Yeah. Before getting back to me. So if you did not fix it before getting back to me, then there was really no need for your time. Because what I am right now, you getting back to me, I cannot fix it from a distance. Yeah. It's either you fix it because I'm not there and you take control and act like the mother of that child at the time. Yeah. Or the child will just go down. Or we will act like your presence never happened because I cannot help. Exactly. So what do you think about, you know, these women that they say that you're your friends, but then there's this undertone of like jealousy and competition? So truth is that, hey, I am I'm mindful of jealousy, but if you are really my friend and you're still jealous, then you're not my friend. I agree. Uh, yes, and I feel that a lot of energy around. Let me tell you something. I live in Peoria, but most of the people that I hang out with most of the times are out of state. Mm-hmm. And that is really comforting and good for me because... They don't get into my private life that much. Mm-hmm. They don't pop into my house that much to see my weak points. And it is actually saving me a lot. Like I recently bought a house and if I don't tell my friends that I bought a house, they don't want to know because they will not ask for my address just for the sleep of your breath. Hey, let me stop by. Mm-hmm. Where is that? And yeah, they will not. So a mm-hmm. lot of the jealousy between friends is when they see your growth. Because when you're down, hey, one thing, if you have haters, congratulations, congratulations, you have made it. <laughs> yeah. But if exactly. you have haters, it means there's nothing that you have accomplished that they don't have. The moment you accomplish something that somebody does not have, they start to hate on you. But if you have friends that are acting like haters, that when you accomplish something, instead of them saying, hey, I'm going to work hard and get married, they're instead acting jealous, then they're not still friends. Trust me, I was the last of my friends to get a house, and I was 40 already. Mm-hmm. When I heard, whenever I hear that my friend got a house, the first thing I'm asking, can you tell me, did you do it? How did you do it? Because I wanted to learn. Mm-hmm. Yes, because if I had just shut down, be like, well, she's got a house. So me, I know that life is for the living. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. I do not have to hate you when I don't even know if tomorrow is guaranteed or not. Even even saving money in my bank account, I was like, I am like, are you sure get me spend it? Where can we go? Are you sure you were here to one of them? But I was friendly. 
Exactly. Like, you know what? Let me get those shoes. Cause I know you like you love shoes. That's your I thing. Shoes. That's my thing. That's my thing. <laughs> I love shoes. Because I didn't grow up with a lot of shoes. That mm-hmm. is a fact. Yes. I didn't either. I didn't yeah. either. I wanna say every year I had one pair of shoes that I would wear all year long. That's exactly. it. not yeah. even for gym. Like I wouldn't I didn't even have like regular shoes and gym shoes I had just one pair of shoes and it would have to be sneakers because I would have to account for gym you know and of course I didn't grow up with America with everything paved so you know it's it's rock and rubble and grass and you know so I had to have shoes that would allow for that you know yeah exactly so So I think I would grow up jealous because of all the girls that had more than one pair of shoes or had all these outfits like they didn't even grow up where their mother was making their clothes I grew up where my mother was making my clothes and I was always made fun of because my mother was making my clothes we didn't have much but we had mom and what mom had was some mad skills but I still was bullied for that because everybody else was wearing the name brand stuff and they were all into labels and you know, oh my God, she got these ugly shoes on. Oh, look, her mom made her dress. Now everybody wants to be a designer. My mom could have been a designer back when it wasn't even popular. Oh, you know? yes. Yeah. <laughs> and she made it in her taste. It she not made it lie. in her taste, you know. And um, But the thing is, like I said, I should have probably been jealous of the other women, but I was just humble to just have something on. I was just humble to not be naked. I grew up very humble beginnings. And so when I saw my girlfriends, I didn't look at what they were wearing. I just looked at their heart. I just wanted to be their friend. I didn't care what they were wearing. I didn't care, you know, if they had the latest stuff. Even though I didn't have much, all I wanted was for people to accept me for who I am and meet me where I'm at in life. You know what I mean? So when I grew up and I started forming these female friendships, I kind of expected the same thing. So what did you expect from your friend? Like, so let's say I I know the kind of friend I am to you, but what is your checklist of what you expect from your friend? Like I said, um, I hardly use checklists in my life. My checklist applies only to my children. I don't have a checklist for a man. I don't have a checklist for a friend. I just know that if my spirit does not uh, accept, then I'll just let go. But like I said at the beginning, this may sound like a checklist now. I just want a friend that will let me be because I, as a friend, I hate to know something and I don't say it to you. Yeah. Yeah. I hate to hear you say something and I don't come over and be like, I hate to not say it to you. And this brings me to the fact that there happens to be gossip. Gossip. Oh my God, yes. Gossip sets in. People gossip not because they really want to gossip. I want to have a friend where I can easily tell them the way it is and they will not fight with me. So if I feel like if I tell you the way it is and you fight with me, I'm forced to go tell it to somebody else. And this may mm-hmm. come out and be like gossip, but which it was not my intention. I yeah. saw something, yes. I saw something that did not look good and I needed to let you know that this did not look good. 
But the fear of losing you as my friend made me to not be able to come talk to you. And I was forced to go talk to somebody else. Yeah. That, yeah, this girl is going down the drain. And then if he comes back to this girl, this girl may think that I'm gossiping, but I want to have friends that will let me be able to speak my mind so yeah. that those episodes of gossip should never come up and they think that it I'm should too. never come up. It should never come up. I agree. You know, I, I would say I have certain expectations. I would say that I have a checklist either, but if I had to make one, I would definitely say the first thing on my list has to be loyalty. Yes. You have to be loyal to me. I don't care if Jesus tells you that I went and stole the bag down the street. I need you to tell Jesus, well, Jesus, that don't sound like her. But let me talk to her. I want you to give me the benefit of a doubt. I don't want you to just believe it just because you know the person, you know, or the person is of a certain caliber or stature. I, I want you to at least still give me the benefit of a doubt. That right there is a deal breaker for me. Like, I can forgive you, but I'm going to have to love you from afar because you clearly don't value our friendship the same way that I value our friendship. If you're going to let anybody come in and tell you anything, because as one thing that we know, women can be messy. Yes. Not only women, men too. Well, yes, men too. Men yeah. too. But since we're talking about female friendships. <laughs> no, I'm saying this because um, I used to have a friend that was my friend. We were single women just kicking it. But the moment a man came into her life, even at a distance, I just, I felt a lot of negative energy. Mm, that's not cool. So, which is basically like if you are a friend and you have a man, and if your man is friends with your friend, be careful. If your man happens to talk to your friend, be careful because there's a possibility that your man will go talk to your friend and your friend is listening because at the end of the day, we will be locked in the same room one day, you, me, your husband, because we are related by, by relationship. <laughs> I think we call that relationship. We are friendship. related by friendship. Yeah. I'm yes. automatically family to your husband because you're you are my, my friend. Yes. Yeah. So meaning... If your husband says hi to me, I am compelled to respond to the hi. Yeah. But I am not. I'm supposed to be careful not to say hi, hello, and then we start doing toxic feeling. But we women, be careful. But when some men come and say hi and your friend says hello, they come back to you and, and tell you that your friend was hitting under. Yes. That is why, yeah. that is why you say loyalty is important. That's why I'm bringing a man here. If it's, if it's a man that came and told you something about your friend, even if it is your husband, you guys share the bed, still give your friend the benefit of a doubt. Yeah, because yeah. I'm going to tell you, I did have a friend. That I, I don't believe in frenemies. We're either friends or we're not. Mm -hmm. But we're not, I would say we're not at the same level of friendship that we used to be. Yeah, because her husband, um, he made it seem as though I was being inappropriate with her. And even though she knew that was not the case, she went ahead and severed our friendship because of it. 
Like we still talk from afar. We talk on Facebook. We don't pick up the phone and talk to each other and find out what's going on in each other's lives. And it sucks because I really miss my friend, Mm -hmm. but I hate that she allowed her husband to come between us. Now, you know, we are married, you know, we're both seasoned wives. We've been through the fire. We come out on the other side and, and now we have something positive going on, you know? Dining, so we, like we're having a big woman conversation right now. Yeah. And so this guy, he was jealous of our friendship. He knew that I was older than her. And when she confides in me, I'm going to give her all the tea. But I would never tell you to leave your man or harm your relationship in any way. And for her to know that I did not harm her in any way, and she did not bring that back to her husband to say, hey, husband, you know what? That's not what was happening. I think you owe my friend an apology. That never happened. That never happened. Now, if that was my husband and he thought one thing, I would completely shut it down. I'd be like, no, that's not what was happening. What was happening was this. This is what was happening. And then I would clear it up. And I said, you you know what? You kicked my friend out. I think you need to apologize to my friend because I don't appreciate you treating my friends that way. Those are my good friends. Those are our good friends. And so if you're wrong, I think it's only fair that you apologize. And even if it is not our good friends, like I said at the beginning, I've been through a divorce before. Mm -hmm. So it does not mean that it was all fights from the beginning. So we be careful. Don't bring in a husband and destroy a friendship that's stood by you. Through the exactly. Dick. That's my yeah. whole point. You know, yeah, we have a saying. You leave. You know, we have a saying, you know. We say, rooster not going to place in our hand business. You're a little Jerry Rooster not going to place in our hand business. Men don't have no place in woman business. So that's it. You resolve that with your husband. But if my husband disrespects my friend, I expect my husband to make it right with my friend. Because first of all, I'm not going to have my husband out here disrespecting women. Absolutely not. And I'm not going to make my friend uncomfortable, you know, by feeling like, you know what? I can't come by your house to visit with you because, you know, your husband is, you know, he's aggressive. Like I would protect the both of them. Yeah. You know, and I think as being friends, I think we need to protect our, our sisterhood and our friendship also from our family, our husbands, yeah. you know, our children. You know what I mean? Yes. We as humans, we owe that to our husband, to our friends, to our children, and even to ourselves. Because truth be told, do not let go of a good friend because your husband came between you guys. Put everybody down and Hash it out because it is not worth it. No, if you know this, yeah, if you know this friend and you know that, hey, you have seen her. Because I know, girl, you, I know we don't take dinner all the time. We don't really go out, but we do it once. It's now we, we just turn 40. I turn 40 and I have four children. Yeah, <laughs> so 40 my is four at 40. Four at 40, yes. So with four children, it's not always easy to hang out and all that stuff, but. When you hang out with your friends, you also know what they can do and what they cannot do. You get a yeah. point. You get to yeah. know their spirit. You get to know their heart. So you know what they're capable of doing. Yeah. You will see a friend after one glass of, of wine 
I see the actions, you know. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, you know how far she can go. Yeah. The best places to know people is after a glass of wine. In after public. two glasses. Yes. After I two. would say two glasses. Two gla- when I say one, glasses. One is to get you nice. Oh, this yes. Is. One glass will get you nice. Two will get yeah. your truth talking. Yes. Fact. That is a fact. So if I have you now as my friend, and I know that we went out you, after your two glasses, you were still sitting there calm and collected and still acting right there. It's true. Sure. But mm-hmm. if I have you as, as my friend, and I know that day we went to the restaurant after two glasses, you started tapping on any man by the side. Sure. Yeah, that is when if my husband ever comes to me and says, you were hitting on him, I will be questioning that. Yeah, but exactly. And yes, but at the end, I will still have to get to the bottom. I will not just accept it. But you yeah. can have a friend that you guys actually have been close to data for so long and you've never seen her wayward after two glasses. And then all of a sudden, boom, she wants to share your husband. Then you should, yeah. <laughs> well, I thankfully, let me knock on wood. Thankfully, I never had friends that would get drunk and try to like get with anybody that I've been with. Yeah. But I did have, I did have a coworker that did that. I had a coworker that there was somebody that I liked. She knew that I liked him. And then behind my back, her and him ended up being girlfriend and boyfriend. Wow. And I was like, girl, we sat and broke bread together. Like, even if you, like me and the guy wasn't even a thing. You know, we did our little thing and then we went our ways. But I feel like there's a girl code violation. Like if you knew that I was feeling this guy and you don't know where we stand, don't go get the information from the guy. Come, let's sit down and have a grown woman chat. You know what I mean? And be like, you know what? I'm digging this guy that you was dating. Are you guys still a thing? Because I think he's cute. You know, yeah, I would do it, and and that, do not start. Don't bring that topic out because I, I was just a- about to ask you, what do you think about women that date other people's exes? That is a thing. You know, I cannot talk without my personal stories because so <laughs> listen. I am going to write a book about my. This story. is unplugged. This is yeah. the unplugged <laughs> version. This is where we <laughs> spill all the tea. All the tea. So let me spill the tea. So this happened to me. It was not friend, friend. It was a friend's friend. Okay. This happened to me. It was a friend's friend. You know when you know my friend because you know me. Mm-hmm. Like a le- just then, an acquaintance. Yeah, an acquaintance. Mm-hmm. So you're coming to hang out with me. You were with your friend and then you bring your friend over and we hang out together. I'm very good at that though. I will treat your friends really nicely because I don't want your friend to feel like like, I am angry for right. you to... Or unwelcomed. Right. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I understand that even though we are friends, I cannot satisfy you fully. You still have the right to have another friend. And that tapped into secrets. Meaning that it's a possibility that I tell you my secret, you can go tell my secret to your other friend. And secrets will hardly exist. So a secret is a secret only when it is within you alone. Right. That's exactly. By the way, <laughs> so I had a friend that had a friend. So we used to actually go out seriously on a serious note. We used to go out together. I was seeing a guy 
we used to go out together with a guy together and go hang out and do stuff. And I thought this was my guy. Meanwhile, my guy was my guy's guy. <laughs> Seriously, that is the thing that is girl code. I did not really expect any girl code from the girl because she was not my friend. But at the end, I expected some girl code from my friend. Exactly. Our friend to come and take away my a small piece. You get point. Yeah. Small piece. Yeah, that is it. I'm really talking about this. It's not close to what we are trying to talk about here, but it was hard. But at the end of the day, I was like, this is human beings. You have to learn to coexist with them. Yeah. You and let it go. Let it go. Yeah. And then when you know, you're like, okay, I see you. I see you. Yeah. I see you. It's okay. You did me it's dirty, okay. but I see you. That's happened to me. Because you know, I dirty, don't. That is a dirty deed that you cannot do the dirty deed back. Yeah. yeah. And that goes out And that talks about what we said. Loyalty. You know, yeah. I should come to you as my friend and say, hey, why didn't you tell me that your friend is dating the guy that I was seeing? Yes. You know, or even if you didn't want to, who does your loyalty lie with? If you're loyal to her, it's okay if you're loyal to her. You can be loyal to her and be loyal to me at the same time. Yeah. You could say, hey, you know what? I don't know if this is cool. My friend likes this guy. You know, I... We should all sit down, especially if you're the, the common person in between, yes. you know, you are the, the main person that is friends with both, both women. I feel that you should be the one to say, you know what, let's all sit down as sisters and talk about this. Let's see if she's yeah. done, you know, because the, the guys aren't going to always tell you the truth. They're not going to be like, hey, I'm dating this girl, so I can't. They would want to have the cake and eat it too sometimes. My case was even funny because it's the girl that is a came at me and even attacked me, asking me to let go of the guy. And I was like, oh, and I did. I did, but which was really sad. But our common friend did not feel like she owed me some explanation. And I don't we, feel that that's a friend. So that gets us on a topic of like fake friends. Fake friends, yes. And that's where that whole thing about frenemies comes in. Because I don't want fake friends. I want real friends. I want friends that's going to be like, hey, you know, Sandra is dating the guy that you're seeing, right? Yes. And at least give me a heads up like, oh, wait a minute. Okay, I thought me and this guy was together. Let me have a talk with him. Like, if yeah. we, especially if you're not exclusive. You know, I think everybody has a right to know if they're going to be in a sister wife situation. Tell me about it. Yeah, and if you... Aware of it that you don't hint me, then that is where it is not friendship. Seriously, it yeah. is not. I don't like fake friends. Fake friends are the ones that they don't ever want to see you win. They oh. smile in your face. Oh. <laughs> and then behind your back, they'd be like, mm, she thinks she's better than me because she's doing this and this and this. And I'm like, man, sis, step your game up. Like if anybody comes to me with that, I would look at them different because I would be like, why are you hating on her? She is a great businesswoman. She is a great mother. And if she's yeah. going to have love in her life, I think you should just be happy for her. Now, if you want those things, then what you, why don't you go ahead and spend your energy manifesting that for yourself instead of being jealous and hating on what she got going on? That's how she is doing it. Yes. Exactly. It's like you don't understand people's struggle. 
You don't. I was just talking to an old friend before we got into this podcast. She was talking about group and I was like, oh, I thought it was a group for all you guys, the rich kids. And she started laughing like, what do you mean by rich kids? Oh, yes. And I laughed. We started talking out. I laughed and I said, this really reminds me of the fact that a lot of our friends that grew up with us, you remember when you talked about your mom making you dresses? Yeah. A lot of your friends, there is a tendency that they'll see your designer outfit and still remember the dress your mom made for you mm -hmm. years ago. If you have a friend that has not grown past that era where your mom was making dresses for you, then that is not a friend. Yeah. I have a lot of people that still see me as a girl that did not have enough pairs of shoes. So apparently when I wear all these designer shoes and goes around, they still see me barefooted. Yeah. It is really Because bad. they want to keep you in that light, in that, in that box. box. Like, oh, yeah. she will never be better than me because I remember when she had nothing. They don't want to accept your growth. But the thing yeah. is, we don't need them to accept our growth. That's the yeah. thing right there. No one tears a woman down better than another woman. So the other yeah. day, and I was going to make an Instagram post about it, but I'll share it here. The other day, I saw a woman from my past. I had not seen her in years, had not seen her in years. And she always bullied me. I never did anything to her. She always bullied me. She always talked about what I was wearing. She always made me feel less than because I was from a different culture. You know, like my Caribbean culture wasn't good enough for this American culture. And so she used to always like run me down on what my hair looked like and what my clothes looked like and how I talk and how I dress my kids. And I hadn't seen her in so long. But when I saw her the other day, it brought up all those insecurities that I had. And so all of a sudden I'm looking in the mirror like, well, let me see what she saw when she saw me. And I go in there and I was like looking at myself in the mirror and I'm like, damn, my hair wasn't done. I didn't have my makeup on, you know, and I was like, I caught myself. I'm like, girl, what are you doing? This girl was projecting. She didn't feel good about who she was and she was never your friend. So why do you even care what she thought? And so what if you didn't have your makeup on? And so what if you didn't have your hair done the way, you know, they expected your hair to be done? Who cares? She's not putting any money on your bills. She That's was a mean girl. Yeah, she was a mean <laughs> girl. And she was nothing for your life. And that is important because truth be told, anybody that brings out anything towards you, they are actually projecting how they feel inside. Yeah. Yeah, if somebody feels like you are not good enough, it's because they are not good enough and they want you to be like them. Yeah, and you know, I would never speak out um, in poor taste against any of my American sisters, but I have to say, I have never experienced the level of jealousy and competition until I moved to America. Oh, really? I never experienced that. I mean, at home, yeah, a girl would steal your man, you know. She, <laughs> But she wouldn't be fake about it. She would just be like, yeah, I'm going to take your man. <laughs> you know, you wasn't handling things at home. He likes it over here. And then I would just politely exit stage left. 
But man, I have never experienced the level of deceit until I moved to America. Women just undercut each other. There's this jealousy. There's this underlying competition. And I'm like, where are the friendships? We're all beautiful. Women serve purpose in this world. Why can't we all be on the same accord? Why do we have to be this way towards each other? What is there to gain from that? You know? That is a question. What is there to gain from that? Nothing. Because you see somebody look at you like this and smile in your face and turn around and frown. But you are like, if if tomorrow is not guaranteed, as you say, then what is it that you're turning around to frown about? Exactly. And not only that, somebody could see, you know, a lady just dressed. She's got her her Chanel boots on, she's got her Versace dress on, she's got her earrings, her purse, she's got all her labels on, hair is laid, lips are popping, eyes are busting, and she's just walking down the street, and you're like, she thinks she's all that. But you don't even know that she put all that on so she can feel good about herself that day because her boyfriend just beat her up so bad last night that she didn't want the world to know what she was going through. And so she put on her best look so she could feel good so she can get through her day. Yeah. This is why we need to stop judging each other because we don't know what's going on. We do not know. You see me looking flying like this. You need to know what I go through behind closed doors. But I don't don't go through anything behind those doors. (laughs) I try to be a happy soul. Seriously. I do too. I like to protect my energy. I have been really protecting my energy. I have just started to meditate. You know, I love to light my candles because I like to incite. How do do I say it? Um, Inhale. Incite my senses. Mm-hmm. I like to bring them out. So I always have something good to look at, something in my ear. I love to listen to meditation, music, waterfalls, thunderstorms, whatever. You know, I like to smell things. So I always have my candles lit and just smelling at the place. Like I like to incite my senses. I always like to just stay in this place of positive so that I can always be a light for somebody else, even if I'm in my own struggle. You know what I mean? Uh- so I have some questions here. I want to see how much of a good friend you are. Okay. Yeah, no, I am a good friend to you. You Maria are a great likes- friend to me. But just, you know, <laughs> just for just for a little giggle, just for a little giggle. Let me see. It's a yes or no question. So have okay. you ever secretly eaten your friend's leftovers from the fridge without telling them? No, I'm very picky. Have you pretended to love your friend's questionable cooking just to spare their feelings? No, I have never. What? You've never, you just told her, listen, your cooking sucks. Let me show you how to do it. (laughs) No, my friends know that I am picky. I'm I'm a very bad eater. I'm so selective when it comes to food. Ask me something else about your man or something. Have you bailed your friend out of an awkward date by calling with a fake emergency? Yes. Yes, a lot. Even a lot. Even even at work, I have called my friend out of work with a fake emergency. I called the front desk and I told them that something was going on that was crazy, and my friend was able to leave work. So we can go drink two glasses of wine. Oh my gosh! I paid for it too. But there you go. 
Have you ever gone along with your friends' crazy ideas, even though you knew they were a bit ridiculous? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, wow. Should I say, should I tell? You can. Okay. So my friend was going to a divorce. So one late night, we were driving home. She convinced me that we should drive by her ex's house. Oh, <laughs> just to sneak in and see if a new woman was around. I knew this was crazy, but I could not say no. So I followed how we did the driving. Yes. I've had some friends. I've had some friends that have done that, you know, when I was going through my divorce. Because you turn into a different person now. When you go through your divorce, you turn into a different person. I will text them, be like, I've got the keys in my hand. I'm going over to see who's there. And then you know which friend to call too. Because, you know, if you want to be talked into it, you know which friend to call. And if you want to be talked out of it, you know which friend is exactly the what. (laughs) Yes. That is a time in your life that you have people for a purpose. Yes. You need to have people that will support that idea at the meantime. And you need to have people that can actually talk some sense. Exactly. You need to have friends on different levels. Yes. Have you ever given your friend brutally honest fashion advice to save them from a fashion disaster? Yes, I have. Yes. It did not what go good. story? What were they wearing? No, I'm not going to talk about it. It's going to be too revealing. It's going to be too revealing. I don't want my friend to listen to this podcast and be like, so, okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Let's see. Have you provided a shoulder to cry on, even if it meant you ended up with makeup all over your shirt? Yes. Yes. A lot. Have you ever helped your friend throw bricks through her boyfriend's car or his window? Uh, no, I did not actually help. She did it before she told me that she did. So you were not part of her plan. She made the decision. I was not part of the plan. I was, let me see. There was a case. It was not a car, but I was there. Have you joined your friend in like a late night snack raid when you know you both should not be eating junk food? Yes, I have. (laughs) This test tells me you are a good friend. You, you it's the thing is, I'm a good friend. Yeah. With all this craziness. Yes. Because you supported your friend through it all. Sometimes we eat when we're going through stuff. So yeah, if you helped your friend raid the late night, she was probably going through something and she wanted to eat her feelings. So you went yeah. and eat your feelings with her. The one that was a very good friend was now and actually going to the ex-husband's house to see if there's somebody mm-hmm. there. See? Because I, I was like, oh, do you think this is necessary? You know, you, you've you moved on, right? You did not really love him, right? But she's like, but babe, let's just go. I'm like, okay, let's go. How we did. I uh, found nothing. And she went home and slept peacefully. You know? Yeah. You know, sometimes you just need to know. And you just yeah. need somebody to just make you feel like you're not crazy. To feel yes. the way you feel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because we've all had heartache. We have all had heartache. You know, we've all sent these crazy texts to our exes and our friends are like, hey, let me tell you what to say. Tell him this and send it, you know? Oh, yeah. All about us supporting each other as women. And I think when we are, I think we should choose our female friends the same way we try to pick our husbands. 
We need to yeah. vent them out. We need yes. to make sure that they have the right values. And if I hear that you have currently, because I wouldn't judge you for what you did when you was younger, because people do have growth. But if I hear that you're currently like dating married men and, you know, you always want to be the, the other woman or the side chick or uh -huh. you out there just tearing other women down, you can't be my friend. You can't. No. It I can't, can't, I can't accept you into my friend zone because... You know that statement that they say you are judged by the company you keep? Exactly. And that actually reminds me of the, the topic in church today. Mm. Yeah, they were just really talking about parenting and they're like, hey, what your children do is what they saw you do. Mm. And I'll be messy and then you are telling your child, do what I say and not what I do. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah, because sometimes we teach them things without having to say it. Our actions teach them. Yes. Yes. And that is one thing I, I keep calling my daughters. I'm like, hey, did I introduce you to more than three Johns? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I did, then let me know. If I did not, tell me the truth. They're like, no, mom. And that is something I'm so proud of after going to a divorce and keeping yeah. everything out there and coming home in front of them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's important because I want to be like right now that my daughters are older, I feel like we're friends. I'm mm -hmm. not just their mother. I can say that we're friends because they're not afraid to come and talk to me about really personal things. And so mm -hmm. that right there in our friendship and our relationship as mother and daughter, I feel like I am teaching them how to be friends with other women and how to yeah. trust other women. But I think we need to really break down those barriers and stigmas that we need to side eye each other and we can't trust other women, you know, and granted, there are women out there that we cannot trust. There are women out there that feel the same way that we do, that they just yeah, want trust a network of women that they could call when they need help or when they need support, or if they just want to inspire and uplift other women, you know? And this thing about... Just talking about men, bringing men home. Even women, though. As yeah. a woman, the more girls you bring home and say, this is my friend, tomorrow she does not show up. And then you bring another one and um, tell your children, hey, this is my friend. When the other one that you brought yesterday is not there, that is very, very questionable. Oh, absolutely. We, yes. We need to know that even with friends, we need to make it consistent in front of our children. Absolutely. You have to, yeah, I agree. You prove to your children that you can keep one friend for long. They will respect you and they will also learn friendship. So don't think yes. that, hey, this is only about men. Women and women too is important. Well, and it, not only that, because even when the men are bringing home multiple women, the mm -hmm. children are seeing those women in a different light also. Yeah. They're yeah. seeing that they're not putting up boundaries. You know, maybe they're like, oh, yeah, I know he's dating other women. And so that tells them in their head, oh, I guess it's okay for men to have more yeah. than one woman. And it's okay for me to be one of multiple women a man will date. Yes. We have to be so careful, the examples that we set, especially when we're talking about how women should behave in society and what's appropriate and what's not appropriate, um, okay. how we should support each other and show up for each other. We have to be so conscious of how we, how we show up as a, as a mother and teaching our daughters and sons what female relationships are like. And this, although we are almost going to two hours of the show talk, 
No, but... we're not. Not two hours. <laughs> but it's not sweet. I know I miss you so much. When we start talking, we keep talking. Oh, yeah. But I've like, been what? keeping time. But like one person that I love to talk to so much, and I just want to share this personal feeling about myself, about my family. So I have a 17 year old. I had told her that until she turned 16, I don't want to hear anything about boyfriends. So when she turned 16, she did not bring home anybody and I started to be scared. Uh oh. Yeah. You know, we live in America and if they don't bring boys, they may bring girls. Yes. And because I am an African woman, she knows that she cannot bring a girl to introduce to me like that. Not like I have anything against them, but I had told her to feel free to try other options, not just follow my my views, but don't rush into taking sight into something that you don't know the other side. Right. So 16, she brought nothing. 17, I was scared. I'm like, Jesus, I hope she's not just all over the place like, struggling because... They'd be told, as a woman, life begins at 40. I know my life is about 35 at 40. Yeah, <laughs> so as a woman, I never experienced a lot of things, a lot of latest cute things from a man's side. I got married at a very young age. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so I did not. And you know how it is. When you get married to somebody that does not believe in certain things, you may never know the things. So it yeah. never happens. So she finally one day asked me, Mom, do you still keep in touch with your old friends, with your childhood friends? And I was like, hey, wow, this is, this is a strong question, but let me try. I said, yeah, not really, which is true. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't keep in touch with a lot of my childhood friends. Why? Because I grew up in Cameroon, like, you know, calm girl, typical village girl. So, and I brought myself up this way. They actually call me calm diva, you know. Yes. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know my name is for Pestuary, but they think my name is Comedy. So to, for me now to relate with my childhood friends, it is very hard because yeah. where I set my bars is too high that I will have to force them to be who they are not just to talk to me. And most times we all know how hard it is out here in the in U.S. Mm-hmm. work so hard you know, work so hard to just take care of your lifestyle out here so if I have to deal with my childhood friends they will automatically think that I'm in US and I have to take care of their issues mm-hmm. that is so and sometimes I try to sing with them <clears throat> not because I don't want to help because, but because I'm still trying to keep my own life together Exactly. The only, yeah, the only thing is that the lifestyle we are living, we have to maintain it a certain way. But it does not mean that you have the money, that you don't have anything to do with. That is why you are doing it. So when she talked to me, she asked me, like I said, I, I told her this. And I say yes, I keep a few friends in the past, mm-hmm. but I don't really uh, put in a lot in those friendships. That is when she's like, oh, I have a friend that we used to be in third grade. And he's a boy. I'm like, okay. That was the gateway to the conversation. Yes. And with this, I am like, yes, I'm done good as a parent. Because I had told her to bring it home and take permission from me. If that ever happens. I'm an African parent. I never brought a man home 
to my mom, except he had a ray to put on my finger, but she did. That is when my African mess actually escaped out of my body for once. And I, <laughs> and I stood there, I'm like, okay, so finally I got to meet the young guy. He actually brought flowers and actually acted like a, like a grown man. Grown man. Yes. Wow. Yes. <laughs> Until my daughter said, mom, I'm going to be giving you flowers every Sunday because I noticed that you never received flowers in your life. So at this point, even if I don't have a friend, friend out there, I know that I have a friend, which is my own child. Yeah. That is observing my life and it's able to tell me to my face that I can give you flowers because no, you never received flowers in your life. And I'll not get hurt. I'll not get jealous of the fact that, okay, so you received flowers, something I've never received. But yeah. she did. Yeah. She did from a place of love. And that and is understanding, and she's got yeah. a little bit of wisdom in her young age. Yes, I'm a little proud of that, but I don't have one had to know that I said this. Yeah, because we don't want to feel like we're burdening our kids. You know, we don't want them to take on our stuff. Yes, you know, yes. we're like, listen, we're big woman now. We can manage our life. You just go ahead and manage yours. But it's good that she would be able to uh, take notice and see that, you know, there might have been something missing. Yeah, I, you know what? I really love this discussion, you know? So before we close, what advice do you want to give women to keep their female friendships intact and authentic? Women, I know that friendship is not all, but we need friends. Even if you have the golden husband, the golden boyfriend, you need some girl time. Yeah. You need a girlfriend that can actually understand you. Because yeah. sometimes, even though he's your boyfriend, he's your husband, and he's great, there are some women talk that it's only a fellow woman that will understand where you're coming from. We need them. Do not let go of a good friend just because you are jealous or you feel like they're doing better than you. Learn. Ask them, how are you doing it? How are you keeping it? I know a lot of my female friends and they get a little iffy with me because I am doing a lot as a single woman. Not like I'm single. I'm not single. Please. My husband is not just in the country. Yes. But as of now, I'm holding it down as a single individual. Right. And I'm holding it down strong and very fun. So if you're a fellow woman, if you're my friend that you've been thinking of letting it go because you feel like I'm holding down something that you cannot hold down, reach out to me and be like, hey, how are you doing this single-handedly? Then I'll tell you that, hey, those beautiful boots you saw me wearing, I bought them on sale. For $9.99. And these are supposed to be sold. As a Black Friday sale. Exactly. Yeah. Don't just look at it and, and see that it's a designer stuff. I think that I am actually by designers full price. I'm not. I wait until Black Friday. I wait until they go on sale. I'm not rushed. I'm not rushing here. I'm not rushing exactly. to have it in my project. I love what you said about we need women. We need our connections. I totally a thousand percent agree with that. 
Because sometimes when women get with their husbands or they get with their boyfriends, they feel like, oh, they don't need their single friends or the single friends don't add value. And I just feel like that is so not the truth. That is so far from the truth. I think we still need each other. And, you know, there are friends that are out there that would just say, hey, you know what? I've been through three marriages and I see you in your marriage. I need you to stay married because you give me hope that I can do this again. Mm -hmm. You know, we need those connections. We need to have those tough conversations as women so that we can hold each other. One, we can hold each other accountable. And two, we can help each other up. That is important. And I want, I want to say something to that. I have a friend who was married to a guy that was younger than him. Not this when I was in secondary school. I did not even date a schoolmate because they were young. Mm -hmm. I wanted to get to be with a man that was older. So it is this my friend that was actually married to this younger man that made me to to find love with a younger man finally. Because when I looked at their relationship, I admired a lot of things, and that made me to be like, so why not me? I've been married to an older man and it did not work. And I'm mm-hmm. seeing an example of a younger man to an older woman. And it is working. So how come I cannot try it? And I tried it. Life is all about trying. So I am, um, I, yes, every day in my life is like, it's like my last. So I'm experiencing a lot of good things in that relationship. And uh, I'm feeling like it's thanks to my friend. That yeah, we have to actually really cool. encourage each other to really just put, what, what, what do we say? Step out on faith and try something different because we don't yeah. want to stay in one, one bubble. We don't want to stay stagnant in just one place. We want to yeah. open our hearts and our minds to all possibilities. And our girlfriends can help with that. You know? yeah. and, and I really love how you frame that up. So thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. This was such a great discussion. I I really, you know, I always love talking about female friendships and anything female empowerment. You know, this is just my niche and I live here because I feel like um, we don't have enough of these really raw, authentic conversations where we're like, hey, ladies, you know what? Stop it. Don't do that. You know, don't date my ex. And if you want to date, I may not care if you date my ex, but if you do it behind my back, it's just going to seem like, hey, you were my good best friend. Like you were already dating before. Were you always on the side? Were you the problem, you know, in our relationship? Were you in his ear? (laughs) Yes. So, men, please, let's try to be real. To be fake, it is a lot of work. It is because you have yeah, to keep up with it. You have to keep up with the same storyline that you know that it is not the story. Please, exactly. if you've been a fake friend and trying to keep it up, please, it's not too late. You can bust it out and say, girl, when I saw things like this, I thought it was so cool and I decided to make up my own story to fit in. But it is not worth it. No, it's not. It's not. It's not at all. And it's just negative energy. Let us teach you. Let us learn from each other. So on that note, 
Thank you Next so time, much, make this to be on the round table. Let's have more women in the table, on the table, and then they can share their, what they think. You yes. know? I agree. I agree. Yeah. There's more to come. All right, girly. We'll talk soon. Thank you so much for having me in the platform, girl. Thank you. I appreciate You're welcome. Peace and blessings. Thank you for supporting this episode. I hope you've been inspired and motivated so you can elevate your life. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe so you're kept in a loop when a new one drops. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other podcasting platform. I want to engage with you, so let me know what you think by giving the episode a rating, writing a review, or leaving a voice message, and I can share them in an upcoming episode. Now remember to also share this with your tribe. Until next time, remember, overcoming adversity not only teaches us a lot about ourselves, others, and life, but also gives us the opportunity to be reminded of our own power and strength. So don't be afraid to share your story. And when you're ready to do so, email saveoursisters2020 at gmail.com.